0: Level two begins game time decisions. I am Gabriel Redson. I'm on the grin. So it's the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Joey Odessa is going to join us in a couple of moments. We'll talk UFC Las Vegas, UFC Fight Night. Yep. Mick Ossie will join us. We'll talk some AFL uh, football. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff uh, to break down. We're talking Major League uh, Baseball. Win totals. FanDuel's posted some win totals. Major League uh, Baseball 60 game uh, season. Travelers Championship uh, continues. Phil Mickelson, surprising, uh, not just surprising, we should say shocking of uh, the golf world uh, right now, although I'm really not all that surprised.
2: No, you know, he can for, do this.
0: Especially you know, on an easy course like this, Cam, right? Like I could see Phil struggling on a real monster course, but in this situation, but right now, Phil is five to one, Cam. Rory McIlroy is plus 470. Phil Mickelson, Rory, Rory's favorite right now, plus 470. Mickelson is plus 500. DeChambeau, eight to one plus 800 xander Shafley, eight to one Mackenzie hughes 14 leishman plus 1400 wow abraham answer 18 to one dustin johnson 22 victor hovland 22 how are you feeling about the uh, the leaderboard right now cam how do you think this is going to shake up
2: I can tell you one thing. If you're looking for value on Rory McIlroy, he can win. It's not there. Phil Mickelson, you could have probably got him at, what, 60 or 70 at the start of the tournament, maybe even a little bit deeper. Uh, 5 to one's not going to cut it. Bryson DeChambeau is basically where his odds stay. If you have no piece of him, I watched him today, Gabe. He made some really, really bad tee shots, put himself in bad bad trouble. Uh, that's why the bogeys came in there. At 8-1, to one, I think he's dangerous. Shifley, uh, you can't bet everybody. I don't like Mackenzie Hughes at that price. There's no value. The guy that we should have talked about, I think we did a little bit, but Dustin Johnson. Remember, I said like a guy that can go low, Gabe. He was so many shots back. Now he's tw- he went from eighty to one to twenty-two to one. That's how you play the golf over the weekend. And then you got some ownership there at a really good number. Find a guy who's a really good player that can go low and. Dustin Johnson shot six under, and he goes from 80 to 22 to one because he kept up. He made some good moves on the field. I'm telling you, though, guys, Patrick Cantlay at 29 to one on FanDuel is a very dangerous guy. He is seven under right now. Phil Mickelson leads at 13 under. That is six shots. And Phil Mickelson has a little bit of cushion to the other guys, too. So I think if I made one bet, you said I'd take Cantlay at 29 to one.
0: Patrick Cantlay, says Kev uh, Stewart. I'm getting absolutely massacred, crushed, whatever, whatever, however you want to put it. Me too. Uh, on yep. in, in his golf tournament. Victor Hovland finishing top 10 would really help me out, Ken. He's plus 400. Do you have him to win, too? Do you have, like, no, five bucks just on him to top. win? Ah. No, no, but I have him at plus 400, and okay. that would make up. I put $25 a unit on, like, oh, bing, okay. bing, 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 bing across the board. Can make up for four bad plays. I put actually exactly. more on to win. But, you know yep. what I mean? Like, Hovland can erase, like, four bad picks, can't That's why I'm like, come on, yeah.
2: Hovland. Yeah, no, Come on, please.
0: Victor. <laughs> come on, Victor. And know, I, got, I, I, I got DeChambeau at plus 120 to be uh, top 10, too.
2: Okay. I think that one will happen for sure. But uh, if you want to put, Gabe, I'm not going to tell you to go bananas, but even 10 bucks on Cantlay. If he wins, it's $290. I'm telling you, he will be there on Sunday. This guy came back, and he's already, without like even playing game well, he's he's six shots off. Uh, the guy missed putts, too. Like He'll be there. He is a world-class player on a course like this. Remember, Patrick Cantlay also shot a 60 at this course before, uh, too. Jim Furyk, uh, course record 58. Cantlay can go deep here.
0: Garcia starting to fade, Cam, 50-1 to one right now. Yeah
2: bad putting today he wasn't he wasn't on his a game he's still lingering he'll do well on the weekend but i don't like we could have got him yeah do you still believe in sergio at 50 no No. (laughs) it's
0: almost like a process of elimination it's almost like a process of elimination here going through guys who are going to win and not going to win rory could win all right so we'll have rory on the list here rory could win but it's plus 470 only guys Phil Mickelson, I doubt Phil's going wire to wire here. Is he really going go to go to the leader house on Friday and roll all the way from no. Sunday night? Something bad's going to happen eventually. As can. There'll be some implosion. Some implosion eventually. <laughs> We're kicking it with a Raging Redhead. Store, Joey Odessa is going to step up and in a couple of minutes. We're going to talk some UFC. We'll talk some AFL football after. We're talking Major League Baseball win totals. FanDuel has posted win totals for the 60-game season. We've got the Travelers Championship. We've got NASCAR. Picks, picks, picks uh, coming fast and strong here in the second hour of the program. Taking a look at the updated odds for the Travelers Championship right now. Rory McIlroy is plus 470. Um, Rory can win this tournament, guys, but not a lot of value at plus 470. Phil Mickelson, killing it so far, but very difficult, sort of like a horse race. Very difficult uh, to go wire to wire, and he didn't go wire to wire. He wasn't atop the leaderboard yesterday, but can very tough close. to go uh, yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And no value now with Phil Mickelson, uh, plus 500. Bryson DeChambeau didn't play well Same. today, but yep. he's still lingering. And the thing with DeChambeau is, guys, he was 10 to 1 only when the tournament started. Now he's 8 to 1. Exactly. 8-1. So you're not yes. getting job for value here for a 50 to 1 to a 5 to 1. DeChambeau can still win this tournament, Cam. Would you agree oh, with that?
2: easily. He left a lot of shots out there. Remember, like he hit like one in the trees. Like He had a stretch of three holes game. He went bogey, bogey. bogey. Like he did some really stupid things, and he was self-talking to himself. He recuperated, made a couple pars. He is still in this thing. I think he's actually one of the better prices at eight. At eight to one.
0: Vander Shoffley is eight to one right now as well. I don't have confidence that Shoffley's going to win. Mackenzie yeah. Hughes, not going to win. He won't uh, win. Mark Leishman. What
2: about Leishman? Leishman, Leishman in the mix? Leishman. 14-1? Yes. Leishman is so sneaky and good. He almost made our betting card, but I just didn't put him in, man. I, I don't like the odds, though, Gabe. Six, I need something more, but Leishman will be there. All right. We're
0: going to talk some UFC on the other side with Joey Odessa. It's time. Ah. Game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Brantz. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead Cam Stewart. Man, this show has just flown by Um, so much stuff. We haven't even gotten to our NASCAR picks yet. Uh, We've talked about the golf. Uh, We promised uh, the UFC. We're going to get to the UFC uh, right now. We just should note that the NBA steps up and in and gives uh, people something to uh, something to talk about. Shania Twain uh, style. Let's give him something to talk about. Um, Tua's actually hitting on Shania Twain the other night on Twitter. Pretty cool. Um, nice. Yeah, but um, the NBA is releasing the schedule right now, guys. It's starting to leak. It's they're, they're starting to leak right now as we speak. The Jazz and the Pelicans will be first up on July 30th. Uh, Clippers, Lakers, July 30th. Grizzlies versus Trailblazers, July 31st. Celtics versus Bucks July 31st, mm. Rockets Mavericks July 31st. We should have more before we're done here and I uh, should have the full schedule on uh, Sports Rage uh, late night that uh, later on tonight. Let's bring in Joey Odessa right now who he's like Joe Namath. He doesn't care about uh, the NBA schedule release. <laughs> he cares about the UFC and uh, what's going on in the Octagon. And you know Joey, I'm a little bit upset. Well, I was going to lay it down on uh Sato. First fight of the night. I like Sato against Br- Mahaj. Fight gets canceled due to coronavirus. That sucks. I like the uh, I like the Japanese fighter there, Joey.
4: Yeah, Sato probably got to win. Who's the new kid in there with him? I didn't really look at this fight, the new fight. Um the new matchup for him. He's fighting uh he's fighting Jason Witt. Kids, uh, yeah, I saw was probably get about a three to one just off the top of my head, probably about a three to one favorite. Um, I don't think anybody put it up yet, but that's probably no, a fair price.
0: Not posted exactly. I don't want to lay it at three to you know, I don't want to lay it three to one. I was I liked it at minus one thirty eight. I thought he had a nice favorable matchup. Uh but let, let's jump into this card. Listen, Joe, I look at this card. I like it. I don't know if I'm overconfident. But I'm looking at each other like, you know, I don't you and I have gotten more disciplined. And shout out to you. I know you've, you've really, um, Cam, Joey's really, Joey used to bet on every fight of the night and come out swinging with like $5,000 on the first fight of the night on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook fights. And uh, I know is much more disciplined uh, right now. Cam is much more disciplined. I am not. I just lost like a nickel betting uh, Chinese basketball uh, last night. But that's beside uh, the point. But I look at this car, Joey, and you and I were kidding last week about oh, you can't bet every fight. But I've got an opinion on quite a few of these fights. Start off with Jordan, uh, Jordan Griffin here. Now he's the underdog against the Lyle. Wow. Remember Griffin was supposed to fight this that Minner dude a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But, um, you know, he got knocked off after not making weight. And now suddenly Jordan Griffin's the underdog here. He's fought tougher opponents, Joe. He's much more experienced. He's 30 as opposed to the 23-year-old. What do you make of this fight, uh, Griffin and uh, Zalal?
4: Well, I mean, Griffin's a tough guy to bet on. He's got, you know, he's 18 and 7. But Zalal, I mean, Zalal's look good. But Zalal's beat, a, you know, to, to put it mildly, he's beat a bunch of uh beat a bunch the of cans. cans. hasn't beat anybody. Um Beer cans? You know, his last fight again. Yeah, I mean, I I guess he had some tough competition in LFA, but the kid. No, no, uh, he didn't, Joey. You know know what?
0: Two fights ago, Joey, he fought a guy with a one and three record, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you're eight and two. Good for you. You beat a guy with a one and three record. Can't beat the same guy.
2: That's right. Yeah, I
4: mean there you <laughs> have it. I mean it just uh you know, I mean I, for me, I I think Jordan Griffin are pass. I mean the number crossed over. I wouldn't be into laying a big number on Jordan Griffin, but if you can get him at plus money and you know, if you have to bet it, Jordan Griffin's the only side to bet.
2: Cam, are you eating something right now? No, I'm not. Why what are you here?
0: <laughs> no, it's not me. You seem to like no, no, You seem to like struggle in a power or two like before we sent it to you now. I was just wondering. I know, I oh, you know. I, heard the, you know I know, like you crush, you crush patties and pizzas in between uh, breaks. I was just wondering yeah. if you're you stuck in a power, a power bite
4: there. Maybe it's Jan Valenti. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we'll get to That's your point. Awesome. 455 pounds. Can you believe that? Jeez, I mean, he just—he looked like the only road work he did was on the way to Dairy Queen. I mean, he just—he's, you know, he looked pretty bad. i would to be upset if if uh, if Maurice Green drops one to the, to Volante tomorrow.
0: All right, I'm, I'm telling you, I want I want your fighter to fight my fighter. Your your guy Volante, my guy is Strove. Let's go. Um, so uh, he
4: might be out of Struve's weight class by the time they meet. Jesus Christ, 255 pounds he was. And the guy comes up from light heavyweight, too.
0: That's the wow. thing, Ken. The guy <laughs> fought at 205, and now suddenly he comes in 50 pounds heavier. Okay, so I mean, yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to this. Wait, so what about officer,
4: I'm sure he was big, but I don't think he was carrying around that belly. I mean.
0: Maurice Green is uh, minus 250 right now, Joey. Listen,
4: I can't trust Vellante. The
0: guy's been dropped more. You know what I mean? He's fallen down, you know, a lot. Um, over the years, been tagged a lot by smaller dudes than Green. Volante never wrestles. He ends up getting any slugfests. Green's minus two fifty. No, what are you going to do with that? The fight goes the distance. Is plus one seventy two. Can Valente last fifteen minutes in the cage with this guy, Joey?
4: I don't know, man. I you know I see this fight as you know maybe Valente going all out in round one. You know, if he wrestles, I mean, look, let's, let's, if he wrestles Green, you know, he's he's a favorite. I mean, Jesus, he's, but he doesn't wrestle. He's a, a wrestler turned boxer that thinks his stand-up is something, you know, stellar, and it's not. You know, Maurice Green, I think all Maurice Green's got to do is lay on him a little bit. But he's got like, uh, he's got five or six inches in height on him. You know, his weight, I mean, at least Maurice Green, I mean, he was, what, 265, I think, is his, his normal walking around weight. Or is, is, I, I don't recall what it, what weight he last fought at, but I think if Maurice Green kind of just leans on him a little bit, ties him up, wears him down. Jan Valenti did not look in shape. Now, those weighing pictures, you know, they sometimes there'll be a track for you. You know, we talk about it all the time where a guy looks, you know, has to crawl off the scale and, you know, he goes out there and puts on a world beater performance. But that's not Jan Valente, man. I, I don't see it. I think that Maurice Green beats him. I, laid I two think 10. I caught it early.
0: Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, we're going to have to put it in some parlays. It's going to be a parlay uh, parlay fight uh, right there. All right. So this, this next fight intrigues me, Joey. I don't know if you've got a major opinion on this one. It was just another one recently added to the card here. Kay Hansen versus Jing Yu Fry, uh, Invicta fighters. But the difference is, Fry is a former Invicta champion, Adam Way champion. I don't know, man. There's so many companies. I don't know, the Rage, Fury, whatever the hell it is. But she was another. Cha- She's been a champion in a couple of companies, Joey. She's fought for a belt before and lost as well. She's been in big time fights before. She's 35 years old. She's taking on the twenty-year-old and Kay Hansen, yet everyone's betting Kay Hansen like she's the next phenom here. She's the next John Jones or something, and she's not. The only reason she got signed, Joey, right now, because Dana doesn't have any fighters. She's twenty years old. She's six and three. She's getting fast tracked in the UFC right now. She looks the part, though, right? She's got blonde hair. She's got tattoos. People like the look. And hey, but what, what do you make of this? You're in a no, Joey. Why is everyone betting on her? I'm taking the underdog. I'm taking Fry.
4: Well, if I was talking to you, like in a bar, and I—this is what I'd say—I'd say, "Look, are you really going to torture yourself with a split decision to start this card out we, on two girls that, you know, fly, uh, Hanson fights to the level of her opposition? She's what six and three, Fry's nine and four. I mean, do you really want to put yourself through that for three rounds? I'd just say yes. pass, bro.' Yes, yes. And so I'm
2: already plus one forty. It might be worth the torture. Yeah, Joey. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, see, Joey, you changed, man." Joey's gone from <laughs> discipline to like snobby now. Now he's looking down on the fights, Ken. yeah he's smart, Gabe. He's a sele- select. Selective.
2: selective. I know.
0: Smart. I know. Listen, I'm li- Lou. Didn't even know about this fight. He goes, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. he does. Twenty year old girl. I'm Like yeah, maybe I'm just a big
4: degenerate.
0: I guess I'm just a big degenerate. I'm I mean, taking Fry.
4: Gun, gun to head. I think. I think uh, Hanson wins. And I, you know, I don't want to talk you off a winner, but I think Hanson wins. All right, I think um, she'll win. I'll be close, but I think she wins.
0: So uh, as we talked about, Brima Hodge is out. Uh, we got uh, Watt is uh, Watt is in here, but uh, Sato is now a um, you know what is he? he's minus three hundred favorite now against Jason mm-hmm. Watt. Sato, yeah, Sato's <laughs> a minus three hundred favorite right now. You got Woodson, big favorite Woodson against De Rosa. All right, hang in here, Joey Odessa. We'll break down more fights on the other side with Joey Odessa. You call these
2: bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier. The Sports Grid Network. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want that edge, get on the grid. 16 of 302 NBA players testing positive for coronavirus. The league of the NBA announcing today. Interesting stuff when you break down the stats, the NBA produced a 5.3% positive test rate. The World Health Organization recommends that testing should be 5% or lower two weeks before regions can safely reopen. So it's close. The first group of teams will arrive in Orlando's Walt Disney Resort Bubble July 7th. Uh, breaking news on the schedule from Gabe uh, Double header night, July 30th. The first game back, Jazz and Pelicans. Yep, Zion gets the TV game. Second game back. The world's talking about it. The Battle of LA, Clippers versus Lakers. What a game there. Another positive test on the PGA Tour. Denny McCarthy has tested positive at the Travelers Championship. He had to withdrew after a nice, smooth 67. He says he woke up feeling uh, sore. McCarthy played with Bud Colley, who withdrew, and Matt Wallace. Six players now withdrawn from the tournament this week due to people they know related to COVID-19 or having the virus. We have a developing story on the links. 50-year-old Phil Mickelson made a huge move. Phil shooting a 7-under 63. He's now the second round leader in the clubhouse. At minus 13, he's got a one-shot lead. Jets coach Adam Gase doesn't want to surrender All-Pro safety Jamal Adams to go anywhere. Adams did request a trade from the Jets due to a contract dispute. He says he wants to go with one of eight teams, including the Dallas Cowboys. As for his relationship with Adams, Adam Gase says he has no issues and his relationship with the All-Pro is good. The two-time Pro Bowler amassed six and a half sacks, two touchdowns a pick, and two forced fumbles in 2019. Tampa Bay Bucs, Ed Rusher, Jason Pierre-Paul will be sidelined three to four weeks after undergoing knee surgery. He should be ready for the most of the training camp, which is slated for July. He's coming off a very solid 2019 eight and a half sacks in ten games. In college football, the Ducks and Beavers removed the name Civil War from their Addo O'Baniel for football supremacy in the state of Oregon. And at Clemson University, 14 more players have just tested positive for COVID-19. That number's up to 32 with the Tigers. The NHL not planning on putting teams in quarantine bubbles when training camps open up on July 10th. This from Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly. Players instead are being told to stay home when they're not at their respective hockey rinks training. That's set for July 10th. The draft lottery tonight, the Detroit Red Wings, they have the best odds at landing the number one pick at 18.5%. UFC top lightweight contenders Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker successfully made way and uh, 18 other fighters also made weight, including the co-headliner Mike Perry and Mickey Gall. NASCAR Cup Series in Pennsylvania, we're going back-to-back for the Organics, Organics 325. Kyle Busch, the favorite at FanDuel, he is 5-1. to Harvick, 6-1. to Hamlin, plus 650 at FanDuel. Soccer action today, Juventus on fire. They smoked Leche, 4 to nothing. And in Spain, Sevilla and Valladolid, they tied at one. I'm Cam Stewart. Now back to Gabe Maranci with our guest, Joey Odessa.
0: Game Time decisions continues, as does our conversation with Joey Odessa. Long time, MMA odds maker. You can uh, follow him on uh, Twitter, at MMA odds. Joey Odessa, Cam Stewart, kicking alongside. I am Gabriel Morency So, uh, let's uh, let's keep this rolling uh, right now, uh, Joey. I talked about uh, the Sean Woodson. Woodson's a big favorite against uh, Erosa. You got Philip Lins, the guy that lost to Orlovsky a couple yeah. of weeks ago against the Canadian fighter, Candor Poser. What do you make of that one, uh, Joey, or some of these other uh, other fights? What are you looking at? What do you like on this card?
4: Um, well, as far as Lynch and Bozer, uh, you know, Lynch is the PFL champ, remember? He won that million yeah. dollars, and then he went out there. I mean, we talked about our lobster. <laughs> yeah, you know, lobster.
0: know what PFL stands like, for, Joy? When... You know what it stands for? He's the paper bag fight league champion. I think that the way he fought.
4: against gets our lobster. That's what PFL stands for, Ken.
0: Paper. <laughs> pa- paper. <laughs> Sorry, Joey.
4: I mean... Oh, it's all right. It's all good. I mean, he, he would have there against, I mean, Orlovsky would have hit pay dirt if he was in the, in the PFL. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But in this fight, I tell you what, I mean, at what point does Linz start fighting? I mean, he won the first round against Orlovsky, but then he didn't do anything after that. I guess, uh, you know, that, that old saying about the, uh, you know, money makes you, it's tough to get up and train when you're sleeping in silk sheets or satin sheets or whatever. Um I gotta, I gotta like Linz here uh, against the Canadian. I don't love him, but I, I, you know, if you put a gun to my head, I think that uh, Linz wins his fight. I mean, it's, like I said. I mean, this kid, he's got If he's got any kind of self worth, I mean, he just cashed on that million. He's got to go out there and win a fight in the UFC, doesn't he?
0: No, he's gonna lose. I'm taking Bozer. <laughs> he's
4: gonna lose. <laughs> Hi, the Canadian. There you go. At least you're staying true to the game.
2: No, you know? no, and I do just saying, no, 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 he doesn't. He'll bet against him. But they were pretty good on the last card. They went back to back, right? Our our boy got it done, and the lady, she she looked fantastic. Yeah, oh, in, in whatever.
4: Everywhere. Mab. Yep. He uh, he looked good. He yeah. looked real good. Not the view oh, mirror, he but fuck. Was... Oh, shoot, he looked real good. I didn't mean to swear. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Marc-Andre Perry. yeah. Barrio, yeah. <laughs> no, Gabe, you could tell. Fine. Like, he had a conversation and said, like, you're hanging – like, that's what that's what it is. Like, hunger makes you – like, he came in that fight prepared. Like, he just looks so good. Like, healthy, confident, hard, hard hits. Like, it was very, very impressive.
0: All right, so Mickey Gall and Mike Perry. A uh, real train wreck of a fight, uh, this one. Mike Perry's now minus uh, 340, of course, his girlfriend. Uh, in his corner right now a lot of people are making a lot out of it but they don't really realize he trains with his girlfriend already only right so it's not that much of a change and he's bringing in his girlfriend's friend so he's got his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friend in his in his corner uh for the fight i don't think it has any impact on anything. mike perry doesn't listen to anybody anyways like he's so i don't think i don't think it changes anything i don't think it changes his training uh for anything you get Mickey Gall. So Mickey's going to be looking for the submission. And uh, Mike Perry's going to be looking to uh, to try to beat uh, Mickey Gall up. Mike Perry's minus 340. Mickey Gall's plus 260. This is where I need to show discipline, Joey. and I don't really like either fighter here, but I think it's going to be quick no matter what happens. Either Mike Perry is going to start beating him up and he's going to knock him out or Gall's going to submit him. And I, I don't think it's a very long fight. What What do you make of this train wreck of a co-main event?
4: Well, you know, I mean, they they opened Mike Perry at $1. fifty, and what's he? he's above minus 300 right now. So, I mean, if you like Perry, you missed a boat. I've been sitting there, and I've been looking. He's up to, like, minus 330, minus 340. I've been sitting there looking at this fight all day, and uh, – it, boy, believe me, it's not easy to say, but I got to think Mickey Gall is going to catch him at some point. He's going to cling to him. He's got to. If he doesn't cling to him, he's going to get hurt. But at the same time, Mike Perry is no gem. I mean, you know, he's 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 You know, he's he's a. Uh, I guess you want to say he's a popular fighter because he's out there and he's, you know, he's vocal and social media and all these things. And you know, he's he's aggressive and and just you know he's out of his mind, but. He, uh, five, he lost five of his last seven fights. I mean, he got he caught a split decision against Felder that maybe he shouldn't have got. Uh, the other bout was against Oliveira. I don't know. I I think Mickey Gall can win this fight. And again, I'm cringing when I'm saying it because it's tough to like Mickey Gall because Diego Sanchez broke him. You know, Diego broke him, and uh, and he lost to that Randy Brown, who I don't think you know. I don't think too much of Randy Brown, but. You know, you look at him. I just, you know, he got he got past. You know, he beat George Sullivan. You know, and Sullivan was, you know, I guess he was more of a stand-up fighter. Eleven KOs, no submissions. Um, you know, again, Sullivan was coming off two losses. I gotta like Mickey Gall here. And, and, again, you know, I, I'm not in love with it, but you can't bet Mike Perry at this price. And, again, and, he, and there's a fight that you definitely don't want to box yourself in on, you know, with a, uh, an exact outcome prop, you know, trying to, to reduce the, uh, you know, the price on Perry. You know, I don't know what he is by inside the distance. You would think he'd win inside the distance, but that's, what, that's the trap. That's where all these guys get caught. You know, I mean, what if... Uh, you know what if they what if they go out? Well, I think Perry's going to be pretty aggressive. I don't know. I can't. I can't bet a prop in this fight.
0: Uh, no plus the, the, 20, if, oh. the twenty the twenty five foot cage too has been leading to a lot of quicker quicker stoppages, been aggressive fights. Uh, total rounds is one and a half. We'll fight go the distance. The oddsmakers do not believe so. It's minus minus three thirty. Method of victory: Mike Perry by KO TKO. Minus 140, and even that's not enough value, like you said. It's a tough fight to bet. It's not a great yeah, you fight. You can't
4: go away minus 140 on KO when the guy yeah. was minus 150 to open by any means, you know, any way exactly. he won. I mean, that just, I mean, you'll go broke betting that.
0: All right, uh, so let's get into the main event uh, right now. And interesting, uh, I saw something earlier in the week and I, I confirmed it. I doubled and triple checked it. And I don't know what it means. You know, one, one fight doesn't really connect to another one. But I thought it was interesting. Paul Felder's lost five times in his career. All five fighters that beat Paul Felder lost the following fight. All five. And uh, Dan Hooker, of course, beat Paul Felder in his last fight. So now he fights Dustin Poirier. We've had live movement in this fight. Poirier's up to minus 230 uh, right now at uh, FanDuel. And uh, Dan Hooker, plus, uh, you know... People have been betting on 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 uh, Diamond all week, and now you got Dan Hooker up to plus one eighty four. So, what do you make of this uh, fight, uh, Joey? This gonna should be a fun fight, and I'm I'm rolling the dice on this one because I don't like the price with Poirier, but I think Poirier's is gonna win the fight. Now, the fight to go the distance, yes, is plus two hundred. Now, even over four and a half rounds, guys, is plus 180. I'm hoping that it turns into one of those Saturday night sort of classics. And I think Poirier will be the one doing most of the painting. But, I, you know, can Hooker survive 25 minutes of getting beaten up by Poirier? Poirier looks for finishes, guys. But at, at that price, man, at plus, at plus 180 and at plus 200, you know, I'm intrigued that this fight can last four and a half rounds, but I do think Poirier is just so much better than Hooker. What do you make of this one,
4: Joey? Oh, I've always, I've always had uh, Hooker labeled as an overachiever. You know, a lot of his last couple fights were, uh, you know, they, they were priced close, if I'm not mistaken. I think Poirier wins this fight. Uh, you know, what can I say about Hooker? He beat Felder, I, you know, depending on how you scored it. You know, I thought Felder might have won that fight. And then you, you go back, I mean, not that A beats B beats C, but Jesus, uh, Mike Perry beat Felder too, you know? And, I, you know, I don't know. I just, I think that, uh, I think Hooker's in there. I think Hooker's going to give him a, a tough fight early, but I think Poirier's going to pull out and win this fight.
0: All right, Joey, so before we get you out of here, anything else on the card that we didn't bring up that you like?
4: I tell you, this, uh, about that I think you skipped over, Brendan Allen and this, uh, kid from Philadelphia, this Kyle docus you know, they're, they're kind of, people are kind of blindly betting this Brendan Allen, the Rufus Sport kid. Um, you know, I think, who'd he beat? He beat, uh, Kevin Holland, but he lost the first round against him. He beat that Tom Breeze. He's a UK fighter, so you know what I think about that. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's it's tough. I, I, I talked to somebody I really respected that knows him, and he said that I, you know to quote him he said he he may lack the athleticism to beat him, but he's very good. Uh, he said he might not be physical enough, and uh, he liked the over in that fight. But I think that that price is way too high. I think that you know people are going to be putting that Brendan Allen in parlays, and I think you know Brendan Allen and Perry in parlays, and you know give me the other t- you know give me the opposite side in both of them.
0: Well, Allen and Dawkins is uh, the total is one and a half. I, you know, I always like rolling the dice on it over at uh, one and a half and, and hoping for the best. One and a half minus uh, one thirty six over one and a half rounds. And uh, Brendan Allen is minus three twenty. Uh, Joey Odessa, you can follow him on Twitter. He'll be tweeting on uh, Saturday night uh, throughout uh, the fights. You can also uh, Joey your podcast as well. Uh, you can find all the links to Joey's podcast at. MMA Odds Joey, it's always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us.
4: Thanks, Chief. Thanks, Cam. Have a great weekend. There's Joey Odessa
0: kicking it uh with us at MMA Odds. Looking forward to this uh fight card, uh, Cam.
2: I think we <laughs> can uh <laughs> he's like, I like Liz. Like, no, Liz is gonna lose. I like Bozer. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: How's well the thing, I don't know, Cam. I was reading, you know, I was I was doing some research about Bozer. Looking into his camp and stuff like that. The guy's from the sticks in Alberta, bro.
3: I like, like he works that.
0: like normal jobs. They yeah. ask, like, uh, you know, what about your training? He goes, I don't really care. <laughs> like Big heavyweight yeah. guy. Yeah, he goes, I don't yeah. really care. He goes, I'm doing what I do. He goes, I'm getting my work in. I'm finding ways to train. And he goes, it's like, you know, I'm doing it by myself. It's old school style. I'm good to go. Two and one in his last three fights, though, Cap. Linz is a millionaire. The guy won a big tournament and stuff. He's kind of overrated. Might be soft. I think Belzer can come in here and win this fight. No one knows who he is. No one knows who he is. I think we can cash a we can cash a ticket here. All right, Mick Ossie's going to step up and in from the back of a cop car. I don't know, man. Maybe he's in the woods this week. Who the hell knows? Game time decision continues. Gabe Thomasin continues. I am Gabe Red. so we're throwing it down with a raging redhead can. store. the show has just uh, flown by uh, this evening. Let's bring in uh, Mick Ossie uh, right now. As a uh, word is, and not that anybody even cares anymore, it's because it's just taken forever. But uh, word is with Vancouver and uh, basically uh, the health, the uh, the leaders of health in the Vancouver and BC area. They wouldn't, um, they wouldn't lift the quarantines. They wouldn't play along with the National Hockey League. It's down to Edmonton and Toronto. And uh, we now bring in Mick Ossie, who is, um, I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's, he's fishing. We're going to talk some bass fishing right now with Mick. Uh, Mick's, uh, Mick is uh, once again in the outback. What's going on, Mick?
1: Yes, mate. I'm here with the Ducks. And uh, I might go and, might go and hunt some ducks with this knife in a minute. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Have a look at this beauty, eh? Have a look at this one. It's huge. What <laughs> the hell are you doing? <laughs> it's, well, a, it's, it's a well, machete. <laughs> I thought you'd, you'd like last week's scene, so I thought I'd, I'd grabbed the chair. I'd grab the, uh, the mozzie spray, and I'm sitting next to the ducks right on the edge of the water, mate.
0: Yeah, leave the ducks alone. Yeah, dinner. Leave leave, leave, leave the ducks alone, Mick. I don't think you should have a big machete like that either.
2: Like, uh, you're the last person Uh, to have any weapon.
0: I gotta be honest though,
2: Gabe. He's in the wilderness. If one of those uh, cheetahs or lynx or mountain cats come at uh, Mick, he's uh, he's got one chance before they leap on him. Better know.
0: I was I was gonna ask you, Mick. I was gonna say. So it's down to Toronto and Edmonton right now for the NHL hub cities. I was gonna say sell us on Edmonton. And tell us why the NHL should move to Edmonton for three or four months. But basically, the fact they're going to see this and the fact that you're there, you just cost the city of Edmonton the NHL hub bid, Ken. Um, he just he just cost the city they like the bid. They're going to say, I'm not going with this guy. So is this is this the pond that they're going to go fishing, NHL players? <laughs> is this where they get to go fish? Is this like the beauty? Is this as good as it gets? So sell us on Edmonton, Mick. Well, I don't know if there's any fish in here, but there's some ducks!
1: So I'll go go hunt some ducks after here, but i tell you what, Gabe and Cam, when we do get the Hub City, I will plan myself. And in the background, you will see the magnificent Rogers Centre, the $600 million stadium, and there's restaurants all around. And Edmonton does have very few cases of COVID-19, way less than Toronto. So Edmonton, yes, the Premier wants it here, the health lady, Dr. Deanna, she's okay with it here. I don't really care myself, but why not put Edmonton on the map because this city gets dissed way too much and it's a fun city and it's not that cold now with global warming. We have two or three or four weeks a year of and the it's summer. minus 30. Other than that, it's fantastic. <laughs> Yes, of course
0: it's not that. Good. It's pretty cold. You look at you. He's still you're still wearing, wearing like coat, though. <laughs> you're wearing like three jackets. Like, look at this guy, Cam. You didn't do a good job. You have restaurants. Oh, restaurants there. Ah, oh, there's restaurants. Look at you. You're scratching right now. There's so many mosquitoes around you. Look at this guy, Cam. No, no, no. We're going to Toronto. I, I like. I like Cam's backdrop better. We're going. To, we're going to Toronto. We're not going. To I gotta anything. be honest
2: with you. I gotta be honest with you. I think Edmonton would be great, but it's the optics of it. They want to have one east and one west. And I gotta be honest, why this Vegas thing, Marancy, Oh, the so-called lock. You brought up this point a long time ago. This city's open for business. These casinos are open. People are walking around anywhere. Even Edmonton, Toronto. Who cares if the two hub cities are Canadian? I wouldn't care if it was LA and whatever. It doesn't really matter. You're gonna be stuck there for months playing games. But that's the way they want to do it. They want to, for optics' reason. They want to have one U.S., one Canadian, one east. One West.
0: Yeah, it's just dumb. No one even cares where they yeah, put yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They, no one cares. Home, Play the damn game. It doesn't do, matter. Home ice doesn't even matter. Um, yeah, exactly. Home ice doesn't even matter. All right, Mick. So let's get into it. Port Adelaide and West Coast. Port Adelaide and uh, West Coast tonight. By West Coast Eagles, uh, we are getting uh, seven and a half points right now. It was seven and a half last night. want to confirm it was still seven and a half west coast eagles seven and a half point underdogs what's your take on the game port adelaide power
1: the west coast eagles well your eagles the sound's a bit low your eagles have been going terrible mate they're up in the hub on the gold coast and they're getting a little bit homesick the poor fellas they're missing their wives and girlfriends i like the Port Adelaide Power, Pat Smears, to win, but be careful. Be careful, the Power have won three, but they haven't beaten anyone really good yet. So I think the Power might win, but don't be surprised if your Eagles get up because they're looking forward to going home to Perth in a couple of weeks. i like the Power to win, though. Well, it's about time we're going to go home to Perth. The rest
0: of the country's a dump, Mick. That's why it's throwing us off. We've got to get back with all the beautiful people
1: on the West Coast. Come on. <laughs> yes, you're right, mate. And I'll tell you what, this is how well Perth and South Australia are doing. They're going to have 60,000 fans in this Optus Stadium in Perth in a couple of weeks. And they're allowed 30,000 next week. So take that, America. We've got COVID under 19 under good control, and we will be reaping the benefits right now.
0: All right, you're all a bunch of psychopaths. Um, all right, so
2: <laughs> that's the best. The rest of the country's a it's a dump. <laughs> T- he's-, because he's from us. You just don't care, Brett. You can't help yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just—he knows I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, no, he he said it's good West jokes. Cold jokes. They're, they're I'm not playing it. well because they're taking out of yes. their little
0: pretty boy bubble. They're
2: used to the Exactly. Your team's a bunch. Stuff. You said they have the Chargers colors. They're pretty boys. They're yeah, shot yeah, They are. The they are. they West yeah. Coast. It's are
0: like the Rams, soft. except we win. Yep. Like we won. But yeah, take like Rams, soft. blue and yellow, sunshine. Uh, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. They're they're sort of like they're the diva team. They're more divas. Yeah. Uh all right, so uh, but they're winners. All right, Mick. So uh what else do we got here? St. Kilda and Richmond. Richmond mm. minus 250 against St. Kilda. You like who do you like in that one?
1: I like the Richmond Tigers to bounce back after that shot loss last week. Dustin Martin, one of the best players in the competition, the tattooed man. He's back. They've dropped a few others. Saints are up and down. They'll be one of the bottom four to six teams. They had one win. Take the Richmond Tigers to win and probably win well. So be careful on the plus minus. But I like them to win. Take them on the money line and put them in the multi, the parlay as well, Gabe. They're a good team, the reigning premiers. The coach will be getting stuck into them this week. So I like them to win and probably cover.
0: Yeah, I like Richmond to win this game too. All right, so we got Essendon and Carlton, the Bombers and the Blues. That's a tough one. Uh, Bombers small favorites, minus 142 Carleton, plus one forty-two against Carlton, plus one eighteen. Uh, another close, uh, tough game. Gold Coast and Fremantle. What, what about those games,
1: uh, Mick? You like anything there? Well, very interesting. Conor McGregor, the Irishman. No, no, it's the Irishman, Conor McKenna. He got tested for COVID-19 and he tested positive and then two or three days later he tested negative, caused an uproar. The game for the Bombers and Demons was cancelled last week, but he's back and only one other player is not allowed to play. For that reason, I think the Bombers are going to be a bit underdone. Sure, they might be fit, but you know the pace of this game, Gabe. You need your quick Ball skills. I'd like the blues to cause an upset here. We'll wait and yeah. see. I think the extra week off will be detrimental to the Bombers, but I might be wrong. Close game, hard to call. Take the Bombers if you have to. Take the right. sorry, take the blues if you have to. Take the blues Carlton's if you have to. Carlton's
0: the pooch. They're the pooch. Yeah, be careful. Be careful with Carlton the Bear there. Carlton, blues. <laughs> uh Uh, Gold Coast and uh, Gold Coast Suns and the Dockers, Fremantle Dockers. What about Gold Coast here? Minus 154. You like Gold Coast here?
1: Yes, mate. They're at home. A couple other teams have been up in that area. The Gold Coast Suns, they're on fire. they got a heap of young kids. They were bottom last year. They went 3-1 and one to start last year, but I like them to continue. The number one draft pick, Rao, he's 18 years old and he's built like a man and he's a star, a superstar in the making. I like the Suns to win, probably cover. Dockers have done a bit better than people expected. they only got a few good players. I think the Suns can continue. Be a bit careful. They're a young team. But they smashed my Adelaide Crows last week, so they're on fire. Take the Suns. Yeah, don't forget they
0: smashed our West Coast Eagles, too. Uh, so, yeah, no, the Suns, Sun, you know what? These guys, they've been terrible, Cams. what one of these teams that have sucked, like, for years. And like yeah, Mick said, they, like they finally, all the draft picks and all the young talent starting to stockpile right now. And mm-hmm. uh, they're coming out of the gate hot uh, in the restart. So let's go with Gold Coast over Fremantle. Uh, Brisbane, man, Adelaide, big, big underdogs. <laughs> He's plus He's 520 mixed team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's big. Adelaide Crows, big. these guys used to play for championships like three, four years ago. Total the bottom feeders now, man. What's going on? You guys are like the Cleveland, you're like the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFL now. <laughs>
1: Hey, we've won two premierships, but yes, we are in major rebuild. We are shocking right now. We might not even win a game. I'm disgraced. There's clubs in trouble. Their former great studios getting into trouble with the media. Huh, oh, take the lines, and I don't see anything positive out of the crows. They're on ballers, they're too Tex, Tex Walker's old and <laughs> had it. Take the lines to win and probably cover.
0: 33 and a half points. Minus 800.
1: Uh, Holy jeez. Yeah. We're terrible. Right, we're terrible. I admit it. We're terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how about, how about a, a a Richmond Brisbane parlay, money line parlay? Or as they would say in Australia, multi. It's minus multi. 174. Uh, multi. Yeah. G-Long and Melbourne Demons. All right, Mick, we don't have a lot of time left here. So uh, what do you got for us? What's your best bets, Mick? What are you doing?
1: Okay, take the cats to beat the demons, take the hawks to beat the roos, but my multi is tigers, suns and lions, take that in the multi, add the cats as well if you have to, and then add the hawks as well to plus five, seven, eight, be a bit careful on the hawks, kangaroos game, kangaroos should have won last week, they kicked bad and Cunnington was out, but uh, be careful boys. There's some upsets, but teams should start to settle in a bit better now from COVID-19 three-month break.
0: All right, uh, Mick, uh, don't hurt yourself uh, with that big yeah. uh, that machete you have and leave the ducks alone as well. All right, just have a couple of beers and chill yeah. out, Mick. Put the machete down, you'll be fine. <laughs> Sit on the guy. cooler
2: and relax. <laughs>
1: It's actually that's from Honduras. Knife. In our travels, this is a legitimate machete from Honduras. No, it's not from Australia, oh, yeah. but, hey, like Croc D said, hey, that's not a knife. That's a knife. See you later, boys. Have a great weekend.
2: <laughs> that's a, that's a knife. Wow. <laughs> that's a big knife. Guy really like, is crazy. Right? Gator, like, yeah, he cut a gator right in half. One swing with that thing, that thing's cutting, like, just pure right down the... The, uh, I got to give
0: him credit though. Be- the guy joins us. The guy joins us from like swamplands and stuff, and his
2: connection's pretty good. I agree. He only kicked out. You're right, Gabe. It's 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 one of life's miracles. I don't but if it. you were
0: an NHL player and you were, let's say you were Carey
2: Price and you're
0: watching this show yep. right now, which he might be because I know he's a big fan. You get yep. you know. Actually, all kidding aside, he's not a big fan. But Joe Thornton no, is. No, no. He- so let's say you're yes. Joe Thornton watching the show, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see that in Edmonton. You're like, I'm not going to Edmonton. <laughs> like if you saw Mick, yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is where we're going? <laughs> yeah. I like how he sold it. Colorado there's and- an arena and there's
2: restaurants. Yeah, thanks. Right, exactly. That was his life. You have that
3: in Mumbai too
0: I can. We don't have a lot of time left here, so let's get down to business. Let's get to our best uh, bets. Um, Kyle Busch has to freaking win a race, bro. And It's It's happening this weekend. He's winning one of these two races, so I'm going in tomorrow and if it doesn't happen, (laughs) I'm going in again Sunday. And if it doesn't yeah. happen, then I'm throwing the
2: computer off the balcony. I'm taking Kyle Bush. I'll tell you a story. As you know, when you get off that guy and a golfer wins at like 100 to 1, there's no worse feeling than you do smash stuff. Stay on Kyle Bush, Gabe. He's going to win. Dude, I he's won he three, like one to, guy, but... three
0: of the last five yeah. races at Pocono he's won. Like this is, yeah, his, I'm there too. this
2: is his place. He's getting it done. Truex Jr.
0: is someone to keep your eye on too, bro, here. He's going to be in the mix. Yeah. But Kyle Bush is finally going to get a win. What are you doing with the golf?
2: Uh, basically, I have enough investments, but I'm going to tell you guys, if you're not invested, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, as Gabe and I talked about, he was 9 or 10 to 1 at the start of the tournament. He's 8. He left a lot of shots out there. So if you want to put uh, one horse is your main horse, but two great uh, odds I was going through. Patrick Cantley is the guy I like at 29 to 1. And I like John Rom at thirty three to one. Those are the guys that I would bet live right now. NASCAR, I'm with Gabe. Kyle Busch at five to one will be played, and I also like Joey Logano if you're looking for a little bit more at twelve to one. What do you got, Morenci? Yeah, you know what? Let's not forget about our boy. Remember before the year started, I like Eric Jones. He hasn't had the best start in the season, but
0: Eric Jones to one. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Eric Jones, some of the props uh, type stuff. The, you know, the, the finishing position prop. Keep your eye on him. Jones runs hot here, um, but. I'm, I'm going to be all about Kyle Bush this weekend. Dustin Poirier is going to win the fight. Dustin Poirier, and I think this fight's going to go over four and a half rounds. I think it's going to be like one of those bloody affairs um, in which these guys just sort of throw it down. It's going to be entertaining. What else do I like in the UFC? I like Fry, 35 years old. She's going to beat the 20-year-old fighter. Give me Fry at uh, plus 140. I like Jordan Griffin as well, plus 102. I like uh, Fry, like Jordan Griffin, plus 102. I liked Sato better when he was minus 138, but now he's minus 300 against the uh, the new opponent. But uh, Dustin Poirier definitely is worth putting in all your parlays, yep. uh, guys. You can get all my picks. Follow me on Twitter at SportsRage. Great job, Cam. Let's do another night. You're on your own. May a winners be yours. Later.
2: You call these bagels? Bagels and bad beats. LeBron is just salivating at the chance to get this postseason underway because he realizes the road to the finals is going to be that much easier.